Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Killer Collab Podcast. My name is Tony D. And today I'm joined with the wonderful, the beautiful, Joe Davison! Hey! I'm going by Joey D. You go by Tony D, I'll be Joey D. Hey, Joey D. Tony D. What are you talking about? You hey. got the dollar? What are you talking about? Hey. You got some pizza? You talking about the thing? What thing? We're not supposed to talk about that. The thing. No, that's not that thing. The thing. We talk about it every night. Well, that's that's personal. <laughs> you're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I promise I'd never say it, and I brought it up, and now you're going to have to shoot me out back like we did Ricky. I mean, right, nobody. We don't talk about that. What? Nobody. We didn't shoot nobody. Let's not talk about that dumpster fire. I mean, that literal dumpster fire. Yeah, the fire we started after we put his body in the dumpster right behind the Sitco on 66th Street. I mean, what? I'm saying too much now. Right, we're going to call you the mouth. <laughs> Joey the mouth. I love Goonies. <laughs> You're talking too much. Hey, what's wrong with you? Hey. <laughs> what's wrong with you, Joey? Anyway. I don't know where that came from. I don't know. I'm a funny. Florida boy. We don't even talk like that. See, I'm from Jersey, so, you yeah, know, what are you, you talking about? Right with the pizza. I don't. I, I missed some good pizza. It was the worst. Dude, I, I really want some a good slice of pizza. I need Dude. to find one. Hey, Tampa Bay, do pizza better. Best pizza in the area. Tell us now. Call in. Right now. We'll wait. We don't have a phone line. All right, never mind. <laughs> no, I had the we worst should. pizza. Well, where was it from? Pizza Hut. It was oh, bad. It was so bad. See, I don't do any of that commercial Dude, pizza. The sauce was so acidic. Oh yeah, yeah. So it was so acidic. You could have you could have burned your mom's bones in it. It was bad. Yummy. Yeah, you could have break and bat it. Yeah, that yeah, was bad. Can you break bones down in pizza grease or pizza oil? Easy, good. It broke my esophagus down into fucking nothing. As I drink Pepsi. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> it, was, it was bad, man. And I never get uh, Pizza Hut. The wife was grabbing some food on the way home. Yeah. See, I can't do it. I can't do Pizza Hut, Domino's. I can't Hunger do. Hunger House is the only one I like. See, I can't. I, I, I didn't. Is that just a Florida place? I don't know. Because that's. Like, I had it once and it felt tasted like cardboard. It all tastes like shit. Yeah. The best pizza I ever had, honestly. Yeah. New York. Of course. Yeah. Absolutely. Downtown downtown New York. Yep. The slice of pizza was like this big. Oh, yeah. And it was the best thing I ever had in my life. Uh, Jersey Shore is actually famous for that, for those big slices. Of yeah. They're like this big. And yeah. Like, like, I used to live right in Atlantic City. It's like Atlantic a 42-inch pizza. Oh, yeah. I used to live in Atlantic City, and the pizza place that was literally right around the corner sold for two bucks a giant slice of pizza. Like, I ate pizza like seven days a week when yeah. I lived there. Like, I literally walked like around it. the I'm I'm kind of... What do you weigh? Like a buck twenty-eight? I wish. I'm two ten. Yeah. All right. Two ten. That's what my doctor said. What are you an Egyptian? <laughs> no. I mean, actually, I actually that was a two ten common. I can't, uh, do it. I can't even make the joke. It's sorry. Two ten. No, I actually normally wear a, a, a necklace. Um, it's a it's an ankh. So I I literally had to felt for it. See if I was wearing it because it's an Egyptian ankh oh, that I wear normally. Weird. Yeah, I, I, it's it's a, the I symbol know of life. About you. It's called it, it's the symbol. The ankh is a symbol of life. So you know yeah, it's well. it's like you know it's like the, uh, like the oh, cross the for ankh. you know white people. <laughs> right. I guess I, mean, I wear a pentagram. Well, that's that tattoo I got. That's something different. Yeah, true. Mine is done in human blood. Yeah. The yeah. tattoo. Well, that's on my ass. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen that yet. So thanks for not sharing. Don't lie to them. Right. <laughs> Don't lie to them. Well, it's okay. I know. There's a dungeon beneath this place. You're not supposed to talk about that either, Joey. That's where Sushi is right now. Well, she's a dominatrix, so what do you expect? Well, to be dominated. Well, she has someone tied. I mean, nothing. <laughs> she's tied up right now. 
here all week, folks. We won't be, actually. Yeah. You got us for another 40 minutes. Only 40. Yeah. So what are you working on, Joey? Hey, uh, Joey. Hey, 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 What do you got working? Well, uh, switching gears and getting into professional mode. Um, yes, let's go. Okay, let's finish it up. Sorority of the Damned, which stars Felissa Rose, uh, Sarah French, um, myself, Sydney Carvel, Kalina Cordova, uh, Chelsea uh, Jordan, and Jamie Brightbill. That's finishing up right now. That's going directly into visuals. Um, and uh, that, you know, in sound, we, we finally imposed, so we're pushing that to our digital guys, Bernie Stern and his team. Uh-huh. And then uh, my good friend Alex Vincent of AB Productions is doing all the audio, post-audio stuff. And then we got a really great composer, Jared Foreman, who does – Star Wars stuff right now for Disney. He's doing all of our scoring and theme music. He's a really cool dude. So that's where Sorority is. Okay. Uh, I'm here. You're working on a double feature? Well, we're trying. We're trying. We're trying. What are you trying to do? Are, are you going to try to get, the, get some scoring done by that person too? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I'll bring anyone who's working on Sorority into the next one immediately. Oh, yeah. We don't know, man. I'm trying. You know, as you know, I wrote a script like two weeks ago called Dead House. Yeah, yeah. Just trying to get that done. Uh, For everyone listening, I, I actually know all the details of this, but I just want you guys to hear about it because I, I definitely feel like this is going to be a, definitely a fun project, and it's going to be a, actually something very big, I think. I think, personally. After reading the script, I think we, we have a lot of potential. Look, look we, at that we, smile. <laughs> we do. We do. Uh, you know, I gave it to a good friend of ours, a local guy who's very well known. And uh, I don't want to say his name yet until he's officially on board, but um, he loved the script and sent me back some really positive notes about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And he can't wait to do it. But, you know, we can't really make it till we get money. We, you know, you, I mean, we could go out and make it for yeah. nothing and try to get it done. I, I did that in Alaska once when I had an investor come on board and then I went all the way to Alaska, got everybody together yeah. and then he pulled out yeah. and I didn't have any money and we shot this movie for free called Frostbite. Made it for no money in Alaska in yeah. 14 days. I don't want to do that again. Yeah, but see, the difference is we're local. We're doing everything local. We we are, but it's still time. And, and oh, absolutely. And you know, We all have families and we got I don't businesses. Have well, you got a business to run. I do. I do. You know, so it's it takes a lot of time away from what I have, I have a family. I have a baby coming. Absolutely, like that. So, absolutely. And I, I don't know if I ever I say this enough, but congratulations because I, you know I, I, you're like a big child to me. So seeing a, you with kids, like whenever you bring your kids around, like I, <laughs> I look at you, I'm like, he's a father. Uh, yeah, that's what I say every morning. I'm like, how did I become a dad? Like, who gave you that responsibility? And I guess it's just not pulling out. I think that's yeah, what gave well, you the responsibility. It's, yeah, it's the wife going, don't pull out. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah, she's but, like I don't know. Yeah, that's that, yeah. See, I've never, uh, you know, my pull out game strong. So yeah, yeah, well, mine is too, unless she says don't. <laughs> I, I've never gotten you know, that. There are certain words women can say in the middle of it that will make you not want to pull out. Oh no, absolutely, yeah. I, absolutely. But yeah, yeah. but see, I, I like when I'm in it, like I don't, and I don't hear anything anymore. I'm, I'm oh. doing my thing. Dude, well, doing you gotta my thing. listen to the woman, man. I'm not married. I, I don't need to. to. Yeah, well, you do. Why? Because it's all about going back for seconds, my 
friend. Yeah. You don't just hit it and quit it and move on to the next Well, one. that was my 20s. Like, now now yeah. I, I just bang no one. But still. Well, there you, see what I mean? You've proved me wrong. But, but then again, I moved 1,100 miles in the last, you know, you know, five years or so. Dude, there are truck stops everywhere. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, no. No, thanks. Yeah, but, you yeah. know. But we got a lot of potential coming out in the next right. uh, over the next year, and it's going to be no, definitely I, a lot I of fun. Feel like the next year is going to be fairly large for us because, yes, uh, I even if it do, even if nothing happens between now and October, there, oh. I we still have the release of Sorority coming out. Yep, which could potentially bring us into more money Absolutely. later on. Absolutely. <laughs> well, plus we got two TV shows that you know we're going yeah, in, in, in production. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yours, which is called. Welcome to my life. Oh. Welcome to my life. What's the theme song? You got one? Is it like Growing Pains? It's actually going to be Welcome to My Life from, uh, I think it, I don't remember who's. Raekwon? No. No. I, no, I, but it's actually like. Is it not I, like Jumeric? I, 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 I don't want to play it because I don't want to get copyrighted. So I, I can't do it unless, you know, I get I the rights for it. I think make one up. I mean, I'm not a music writer. Me neither. But we could do a theme song right now. Go. Welcome to my life. Life is always a journey. Dun, 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 dun. Is it? Well, it's a comedy, isn't it? Yeah. It's got to be fun. You, you, you want to make it like 90s it's comedy? It's family ties. You, you want to make it growing pains? Or yeah, you want to exactly. make it like Whatever full house? Happened. Whatever happened to. <laughs> What's the word? I, I, don't, I don't know. I have predictability. Whatever happened to but predictability? Do we want yeah, but sing with me. Come on. We have to. Ready? Three. I don't know the two, song. One. You won't when we start. Ready? <laughs> Whatever, Whatever happens to predictability, the milkman, oh, the paperboy, the, the evening TV. That's all I know. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's Is that Full House? Yeah, that's Full House. Yeah, I loved Full House. I loved TGI Friday. Because I went through – oh, I loved TGI Friday. But I went through – The like, restaurant and the shows. I didn't like the restaurant. What? I didn't like the restaurant. Really? You know, I was more of a Ruby Tuesdays and TGI uh, Friday Applebee's has all the and, Jack Daniels stuff. Yeah, but I wasn't – when TGI Friday was around, I wasn't 21. All right, me neither. I mean, maybe I was. I guess I was. I used to work at a restaurant in Tampa. Yeah. Called Hops. It's okay. not around anymore. I think there's one left in Clearwater. Hmm. But right across the street from us, nope, wrong story. <laughs> wrong restaurant. I was wondering where that was it going. Was Chili's. <laughs> and Chili's? it was a Bennigan's. It wasn't Chili's. Right. <laughs> yeah, it was. I worked at Chili's for like ten years uh, as a server. I okay. loved it. I loved. Chili's. See, I was. I'm, I'm like. So to this day, I've always been Stadium in management. Chilies. I've been in management for like, food and beverage management. So like restaurant manager, bar manager. Like I've been. No, doing I don't that. want to do that shit. They wanted me to be a manager. I wanted to be able to come and go as I wanted because I was making movies then. Yeah. I made Experiment Seven and Hundred Tears and His Nightfalls all while working at Chili's. See, through my entire career, I was always in front of the camera. Now I'm behind the camera, so it's a little bit di- well set now. But you know, yeah. it's it's just I made that transition, and it's like I've had since I'm just in front of the camera. I was always like. I always had the time to do it. Now behind the camera, I have t- no time for anything. Yeah, <laughs> because there's, there's just so much more that goes behind on the script, behind the scenes. Yeah, I when I was working full time, I had more time than having children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because having children is, I mean, that's a 24 hour gig, man. Yeah, yeah. When you don't have like babysitters and stuff, you you really got to figure some shit out to like do the shit you want to do. I've been very fortunate because Leanne, uh, my wife. Um, is, Your is, better half. Yeah, she's really good at like making, everything. Yeah, every, she, she's the best. Man. She's the pro. She is a pro. Absolutely. I'm. Not I'm, I'm amazing that she manages all of y'all yeah. and pregnant. 
Right. She does all of it, and she's pregnant. I know, man. Uh, I'm, so, God bless her. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, God bless her. Uh, yeah. But because of her, I'm able to do a lot of the shit that Absolutely. I still want to do. Um, but anyways, uh, coming up, your show. Yes. Um, we didn't finish the theme song. Still- I, I mean, I think we, I think we're gonna have to do a whole studio session. I think you know what the show Welcome is about. To my life. Yeah, the show the show is actually about my life, and it's 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 gonna be points of my life where it's um, blended in for different time periods, but all the stories are true. Like the stories are true, just not be not the same time that it happened, but it, like everything that happens in the show has happened in my life. But I'd have to make it cohesive to tell a story, so it's yeah. gonna be a little bit. It's, it's, it's like I said, everything happened in my life, just not like within the first year, <laughs> within a year. Or so, but all these stories happened. That's I, yeah. I, I have three seasons planned already. Jesus. Yes. So, and they. See, you and I are different because, like, with yeah. South of Central. Yeah. South of Central. South of Central. Uh, I just kind of go on a whim with it. Like, yeah. if I get an opportunity, like, coming up to shoot at the convention in Orlando. I'm working. Uh, you know, I don't – I'm not going to miss that opportunity. So Absolutely. it gives me the drive to go, you know, well, shit, we got to shoot in two weeks. Yeah. Let's shoot. We, I'm not going to miss this opportunity to shoot and have all this stuff. Yeah. So let's just go shoot it. Yeah. That's what I did with – we had a uh, – in the first season, there's an episode called Kitten Con. Okay. And – uh, I had got hired to do a commercial for a lip balm that was not tested on pets. And my character, uh, they dressed me up as a giant human cat. It was hysterical. Yeah. And we couldn't stop laughing. I think I saw that one when you were running through the halls. With that's, the, yeah, that's, the cat yeah, yeah. that's Kitten Cat. And, uh, I did see that episode. Uh, thank you. Um, for watching, <laughs> I guess. Anyway, I so, want to claw my eyes out. No. Right, yeah. <laughs> no. So I, I had said, all right, I I have this costume. I know where we can get this costume now. And I talked to Carolee, who's like basically a uh, co-producer. And I said, I wonder if there's any like kitten cons coming up. Like, is that a thing? It is. It is a thing. And she found one. And it was shooting. It was, it was, shooting, it was in Lakeland. And she called them and got permission for us to come there to shoot. So I wrote a whole episode around Chauncey uh, getting hired to do this dumbass show where he had to dress up as a cat. He didn't want to do it, and we just went down there one day and we, you know during the during their kitten con on a Saturday, and we shot this whole thing. We were there all day shooting, just being ridiculous. It was fantastic. So man. what what like what happens at a kitten con? I, I just I it just makes me think of like those what are those animals like. Uh-huh. Furries? Nope. Okay. No, no. Kitten Con is where retirees, okay. I'm going to have to say 100 or, or years or older. Okay. Makes sense. Show up with their cats in crates. Then they do shows with their cats or they dress their cats up and people judge their cats and they win awards. Interesting. Now, being a cat is not very trainable. How do they make them behave? Who the hell knows, man? <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't there for any of that shit. I didn't care. I was there to do My Chauncey show. runs around this convention as a cat. Yeah. And some of the old women really liked my character. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. they taught they like were rubbing me and stuff. It was interesting. That's just Yeah. 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 So, so do you have any behind the scenes footage of that? Oh, uh, so much. So much. <laughs> Dude, that's the answer with some woman at some point. I, 
Anyway, so a lot of times people like film so much behind the scenes that it's they're more behind the scenes stuff than the actual show. Yeah, yeah. I, this is that case because the show's only like ten minutes long. I got like two hours of footage. Yeah. So and I couldn't use all of it, you know. Um, and then we wrote the ending part actually takes place somewhere else on an entirely different day as filming goes. Yeah. You know. I mean, no, that never happens. We fill it all, film it all in right, one right, right, in right. live action. So I just bookend it and tied it all together, and it just worked, man. Just yeah. kind of like what I'm doing with this convention right now. Yeah. You know, hmm. I'll get Chauncey there. We'll meet him at the convention. Nobody knows who he is or likes him anymore. He's got some shit that goes on. And, uh, you know, and then we'll cut to somewhere else. And he's it's yeah. after the show, before the show. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but it's motivating me to start writing the show again. Which, knowing that, like, um, we got a certain couple locations that I know we can shoot at, I'm starting to develop season two now. Knowing what I got, oh, yeah. who I can use, and who I talk to. So, I think season two will start shooting probably after we shoot this weekend or next weekend. I want to try to start shooting during the week. Yeah, you know, but we'll see, man. I don't know. I'm not putting any pressure on it. We can do it. Great. If you can't, whatever. I mean, I, since, since the show is so short, I think I think it'd be definitely something yeah. that we can pull out. Yeah. Weekly. Like. Well, I took all the notes from the first show. Everyone talked about how it was a little too short. People want to see it like 15 minutes. Yeah, that's what I was actually literally just going to recommend. Like, we're yeah. just pushing it to 15 minutes yeah, and it, we can episodes. develop a little bit more story. Right. Yeah. Get to get him to know him a little bit more, some new characters. Have have them, you know, feel for the character a little bit more. Get a little, yeah. A little I, bit, I, not, not more like. Like, yeah, like <laughs> craziness. Yeah, like, what is happening in the show? Like, right. they need to know, like, a little bit more backstory, a little bit more character development, a little bit more, like, just story. Yeah, I tried to do that in the first season, and it didn't go well because my actors wouldn't show up to shoot. Yeah. So I usually had to rewrite the episode while I was on location waiting for my actors to show up. We really need to do something about that, you know, accountability. It's in this. money. Well, that too. People will show up if you're paying them $300 a day. Yeah. I mean... They yeah. won't show up if you're like, yo, come help me make a show to push myself. Yeah. They're not going to do it. They don't care. And I really feel that, like, I don't know. I, I feel like motivation uh, for an actor really, really doesn't come from wanting just to act in film and television. Film and television actors, I don't think, are like theater actors. Theater no. actors will act all day long, and they'll do it for nothing. Yeah, they're just they love drama. Film they, they and television love the drama. actors, film yeah. and television actors will not do that shit. They yeah. they already feel like they deserve five hundred dollars a day. Yeah, uh, and they won't push to do their stuff. They just won't do it, man. I, I've noticed that since I started doing this when I in '95, I've seen it a million times from people. Yeah, a million times I've seen people go, "I'm gonna be the next best thing." Yeah, yeah, no. Fifteen years later, they're not even around. You know, yeah. It's like okay. Uh, I've seen a lot of come and go. I've seen, I've seen a lot. I've met a lot of famous people in my life. I let them met a lot of, yeah. And but the regular people, the regular Joes, they're like, oh, I could act. I can act through this. I could do this. No, they can't. No, they can't. Like unless they have the proper training, um, the connection. But you could be the best actor in the world, but if you don't get on TV or movie, no one's gonna see it. Yeah, man. No one's gonna can, see your ability. It's tough. Dude, I had two auditions last week. Yeah. Two auditions. One of them was six pages for real fucking shows, man. Real shows out of Atlanta. Yeah. I didn't get either role. 
And I auditioned pretty well, I thought. Yeah. What are you going to do? Well, sometimes yeah, I, you just keep auditioning. You keep going. You gotta, yeah. You, yeah, you're going to hear 10,000 no's before you hear one yes. And, and people, That's how it is. And other actors that I know who, who uh, that just give up, they're like, oh, yeah. It's not worth it, man. I can go work a job and, and make money and live. Well, how many well, stories that you, know, you, you see or read that, you know, big Hollywood actors now working nine to five jobs? Like, yeah, they don't care. Yeah. It's tough. It's a tough job. It's tough to keep going. Not only that, you need a team of people who believe in you. Yeah. You need agents. I have agents. I don't think they give two shits about me. They well, don't give two well, shits. Well, because what do they have? Like a thousand They got a thousand clients? people. They don't give a fuck what I'm doing. Yeah. They could give a shit less between me and this other guy. So one of us is going to get the role. They don't give a fuck who it is. Yeah. They just want their money. Yep. And you got to understand that early on. You got to understand that even though you're on their table, they got a stack of people under you yep. who they don't give a shit about either. Yeah, and, and a lot of a lot of agents like have one particular like like ro- like look that they they bring on. Like, yeah. we have this person. Okay, well, this is seems to be like ninety percent of my audition requests. Yeah. You know, I'm just gonna you know try to copy copy every single one of this person. Like, so for every like one of you, there's a thousand of you. Like, right. like that they have. Right. Like they literally just have like like an mo. That's for why it. I that's why I know the direction that I'm going is way better than. This standard cattle direction. Yeah. Which is, I write my scripts, I go out, find investors, and I shoot my movie, and I put myself in them. Yes. It's the only way I get roles. Because if I wait for Stranger Things to cast me again, it's never going to happen. Yeah. If I wait to get on Atlanta, it's never going to happen. Yeah. I can't wait for them to decide that I'm the guy they want. I got to go out there and make my own shit to show people that, that dude, we need that guy. Who's this guy? Get yeah. this fucking guy. Exactly. And that's why I try to get involved in every yeah. project I possibly can that's out there. Like, hey, yeah. you need someone to shoot it? I, mean, I, yeah. I could do it. You know, doesn't pay much, but you know what? Someone may see that and may like yeah. my work. And like, it's it's that's why guys like Austin Janowski, I love guys like him because they will show up, they will do the job, they will do it very well. Yeah, and they won't bitch about it. You know? Yeah. Sushi and those, I just love- those girls. Those uh, these girls that you watch in these, you know, that work with like Sean Donahue and Chris Leto. Who's where's Chris Leto? Uh, I don't know. He's off today. Oh well, must be nice. Yeah. No, he had something to do. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Chris Leto was not able to join us this morning. Um, but you know, we have obligations. Yeah, it's all right, man. Yeah. It's cool. We we pretend he's here. Shut up. Oh, he's here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, but, you know, there, there's these these people in in the area that are working constantly, and they're just trying to do make it, man. They're just trying to do what they want and do what they love and try to make a living at it. And it really pisses me off when you have other people who come in and they muck up the the water because yeah. they come in going, "Oh, I'm gonna do it. I want to do it. I want to do it." You put them in something, then they don't show up for the fucking role. Yeah. Well, I see. I don't, oh, I don't feel good. I didn't. I didn't want to drive all the way to but, Tampa. But how much of it is like their inability to be reliable, rather than them being scared that they actually can't do it? How how much of it Who actually knows? equates? I don't know. That, that's what I, that's what I'm thinking. I think yeah. I think people talk so much crap Man, about their abilities. So, so am I. Like I, they have the egos. They have the you know. They have the freaking. Oh, I could do that, man. I'm the best. I'm like, man, you ain't shit. Yeah. Like 
I never say I'm the best. Yeah, ever. me neither. I, I, I don't know. I'm not the best. It's clearly obvious that I'm not the best. Yeah. Or I'd be on every show I audition for. Yeah, yeah. You know? um, but, but like, but like, I also am not stupid, and I pay attention to the people who don't pay attention to me. Yeah, I see those people too. You know, I see the ones who support, and I see the ones who don't. Yeah, and I don't talk to the ones who don't. And then I see the ones who come in and talk a lot of game, and then don't show up or can't do what they say they can do. Yeah, I see them too. Yep, I'm watching all of them. Oh yeah, you know. Oh yeah. So it, it, it's it's. Well, uh, why do you think I do so many projects alone? Like yeah, well, when you too, first man. met me, I was literally doing every production yeah. by myself. Yeah, man. So I, I, I get it. <laughs> yeah, and I do the same thing, man. I, I don't. People think I'm kind of egotistical. It's not that I'm egotistical. I'm just more motivated than they are. Yeah, I, I just I don't, I don't like relying on other people. Like, I don't either. like I just it, it it's so crushing when people like because I have these visions like that I want to to accomplish and goals and everything like that. And if people aren't like trying to help goals their goals my goals like if, why am i associating with you like right like it's why not that i don't like you yeah i got shit to do yeah i want to exactly. make my shit if you don't want to help out go do your own thing i yeah. don't care yeah but don't get shitty with me that i can't hang out with you on friday night i'm probably doing something for for my to succeed yes and they don't understand that absolutely not that's how like so <laughs> this, this industry gets so selfish in a way that it's me, 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 but okay, it's more of scratch my back, I scratch yours. That's that's what what it has to come down to. But when people are so gimme, 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 those are the ones I avoid, and those are the ones I like. I don't yeah. associate with because they do nothing for you. They just push. They just push their ego up a little bit more. Oh, yep. I know. Oh, I've worked with this one, or I've done this, and I've done that. Like pe people are gonna notice why people don't want to work with you twice. Like there's right. like you burn so many bridges. That's why you have to work with so many people because you're burning all these other bridges. Like like you, yep. you got to constantly shifting over. You're not going up. You're just and shifting this way. I had a studio two years ago, and it was nice. I let a crew come in there to shoot yeah. for nothing. Yeah. They blew my AC. Didn't even want to help pay for it. And then I found out later on that they were bitching about how my studio didn't have AC. It was like, because they blew it. They were in there for three days shooting, man. They dropped my AC all the way down. They blew my AC. We had to buy a new AC. It was five grand. Oh, yeah. Bought a new AC. They never helped out. They I literally never, just put a new five ton on this. That's getting put in never, today. <laughs> they never even fucking uh, said anything. I'm sorry we fucked up your AC. Yeah. I'm sorry we trashed your studio, put a hole in your wall. One of them dropped. I had a giant plaque that got fell down and cracked and they just put it back up. I didn't even notice till like a week later. No, no apologies for them. I don't even talk to those fuckers anymore. Yeah. And there's like six of them. They don't even notice that I don't talk to them. They don't even notice. That they know not, now. They don't, they'll never hear this. Show no, they won't. Cause they're not, they're, but you know what? 5,000 of you man. do watch this show. And I, yeah. and I, I really appreciate all 5,000 of you. <laughs> yeah, me too. I didn't even know that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, Five thousand. Yeah, so uh, it's interesting to me that these these people like that come in and they just ransack They're shit everywhere, and then they leave, and then they don't even fucking think about you again. Nope. Because they think they're gonna be the next best thing, but they're not. Yeah. Because they're the next right now they're not doing band. shit. They're the next garage right, band. Right. They're not That's doing shit, of, man. Yeah. What are you doing? Nothing. Yeah. You're sitting at home, fucking having COVID or whatever you're doing. You're not even making anything. <laughs> then you don't understand. That like when I go out to do a big project, why I don't call you? Yeah. That's why I don't call you. Yeah. 
Because you proved to me already once, either by your attitude or something you said to me that you think I didn't understand, like you insulted me. Yeah. You know, another guy told me one time in my own studio, that doesn't matter what I've done. Doesn't matter what I've done. And we're in my studio. It doesn't matter what you've done, Joe. What? Dude, I hired you for this movie. I hired you for this movie, and you're telling me that I'm a piece of shit and it doesn't matter what I've done? I'm paying you. Yeah. Shut the fuck up and get out of here. Yep. Exactly. And they just don't get it, dude. Nope. They don't understand that fucking thing, dude. They don't get it. And there's so so many uh, unappreciative people that we come across on a regular basis that, like I said, yeah. if we're scratching your back, like at least give us a shout out or, or at least they don't, dude. No, they don't. People, especially when when this la- that one team that fucked up my whole studio. Yeah. When they were promoting their shit, they didn't even give us a credit in the fucking credits. Wow. I didn't. Even, they invited us to the event, never thanked us, nor did they put our names in the credits. And you let them use it for free. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And I built sets for them. I built a set for them. What? Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. It's fucking... I don't talk to those people anymore. Fuck them and all their bullshit. Yeah. That's... Yeah. I, you don't want to uh, play the game. That's why, like... <laughs> I'm a huge rap fan. I love rap. Yeah. I love all of it. And this is why I love rap, because they'll call motherfuckers out. Oh, yeah. They, you don't do that stuff in the film industry. Nope. No one calls anybody else out and says they're fucking pieces of shit. We just cut ties. We just yeah. cut ties and say, well, I'm going to start fucking calling people out. <laughs> Fuck you. I mean, I think we called people out last couple shows. I, I think, don't know, man. I think, I don't, maybe. Well, Spectrum, I think we called out. Yeah, fuck Spectrum. <laughs> fuck those guys. Internet's still shitty at my house. I actually went to WoW because they literally came out day of and fixed every problem that I've ever had. So I was like, you know what, Spectrum? They were like, I'll, I'll be here in a week. Fuck you, yeah, I'm out. Fuck you. Like, yeah. no, no. Because the, the internet signal here was so bad that it would cut out, and then it would go like five megabits per second. And then all of a sudden, I'm like calling, like, oh, I don't see any problem on our side. Well, I'm seeing a problem on this side. Dude, Send somebody out. They didn't even know a tree fell and took out the internet in the neighborhood. They didn't even know. Three dudes showed up. What? What? A tree fell? Yeah, you see this broken tree here, and then you see their house is crushed? That that tree fell there. You see how it's in their house now? No. Okay, all right. <laughs> Bye, Spectrum. Yeah, but WoW was, like, been so great. They, yeah. like, I, I was like, uh, they're like, oh, yeah, I see some interference. Let's get, get that fixed today. You know what they did? Today they got it fixed. Not yeah. today, but I'm that day they yeah, got it fixed. Right. It was yeah, like, like, holy shit. Like, no, I've Spectrum never experienced that. Comcast they doesn't do that out, either. They had three different people came out and looked at the cable and left and never did anything to our internet. Like I don't how do these businesses stay in business? I don't know, man. I don't know. And and I don't know. Whatever. We go all day about that shit. But I'm yeah. just telling you. Well, I'm just I, saying it's in in our industry, it's pretty much the same. Like you're a moron and you don't like like you wonder why people don't work with you is because you don't give a shit about nobody else but yourself. Like yeah. you don't. There's only so much that you know we can do for it. Like you know we're, we're gonna put you on a movie and try to you know get you you know bigger roles later. Okay. They don't, they don't think that far ahead. No, man. they don't. They don't think that far ahead. No one thinks today's work will get you tomorrow's food. And I I don't see how they can think like that. Like how do you not know that? Because like, they're not in it to win it, man. They're not in it to be successful at it. They're only doing it as a hobby right now because 
at this point in her life, this seems like something fun and interesting to do. Yeah. Whereas I look at it going, when I'm 70, I want to still be doing this. Yes. But I want to be able to have millions in my account. Yes. I, I want to get to a point to where my children don't have to worry about anything. Yeah. And they can – they just – they got money. They have money. I want my daughters to have money. Yeah. I want my son Or I just want money. my families to not worry about money. Right, like I, like I, 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 I don't. Poor. They don't have to be rich. I don't have to be rich. I just want to not have to worry about paying my next bill. I grew up poor. So did I. Oh, I have stamps, trailer parks. Wick. I was on yeah, Wick. <laughs> I, I don't want my kids to have nope. that shit. I no. want my daughter when she's out of high school, ready to go into college. I, I don't want her to have to think about like, well, how the fuck am I going to get an apartment and get? Uh, yeah. How am I going to go to college? How am I going to do this? I want her to be like. I can do anything I want. I can go. Yeah. I can apply to any college. I can, if her grades are sufficient. Oh, yeah. Obviously, yeah. yeah. There's factors that I can't control. Yeah. But, or I want her to be able to like, well, I'm just going to do like my dad and I'm going to make fucking horror movies and, yeah. and uh, or I'm going to be a singer or whatever. I don't want her to have to worry about that. Yeah, it gives the next generation's options. Like, we didn't have an option. We were like, okay, well, we need to build a foundation. We need right. to, you know, start saving money we have to like get a house so it gets so enough equity that if we know when we die our kids can sell it my parents never thought like that no my parents yeah didn't my parents were paycheck to paycheck they're still paycheck to paycheck you know my dad's dead yeah well i never met my dad but my stepdad's dead yeah and they my mom's still living on paycheck to paycheck through like social security and i'm like that's no Fucking way to live. It's sixty nine. No, it's no way to live, man. That's yeah, not. It it, it 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 gives you a lot of this, fear and anxiety. That, like, and they wonder why anxiety is so big in our culture nowadays. This seems like a a uh, ridiculous path to take, trying to be a filmmaker and an actor. Yeah. And it is, but it also isn't because it's one of the most uh, rewardful careers. Absolutely. And it's one of the careers that can pay off the biggest. Yeah, oh, and absolutely. But you could also see, you know, the fruits of your labor regularly. Like you got yeah. a DVD, you you're on yeah. TV. You're like, you yeah. can see, oh, like, holy shit, I did that. Like, yeah. I'm working hard. Like, I'm and your kids hard. can see that. Like, this and is it what makes my dad. My kids proud. They're yeah, like, my dad exactly. Does this and my dad does that. Those these people. Da 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 da. And now, can you say like a factory worker? Could they say? I mean, unless it's a car, but a lot of the cars only last like fucking twenty years. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> Not to take away from anyone who works at a factory. No, absolutely not. But, but I mean, you know, I I couldn't have done that. I couldn't be a factory worker. I would have killed myself by now. Yeah, and I can't work with electrics because I would definitely kill myself. Yeah, by now. I don't know anything about like that. trades. And like I, I mean, smart. I can build stuff. I, I just don't do plumbing or electricity. I can build anything you want. Like I can. Yeah, fucking, I can build a set. I, I I built pretty much everything in here. <laughs> so I, I can take I can build props and that kind of stuff. Yeah. That, like. Yeah. I'm not I'm not smart though. Like yeah. I couldn't, I don't have a vocation. I can't go out and do construction. I tried painting. I worked for a paint company for a lot of years. Uh, in fact, I painted the inside of the Tampa Stadium when that was being built, mm-hmm. and that was the worst job I ever had in my life. I hate painting. Painting was like one of my worst. Three thirty in the morning. Three thirty in the morning, I had to be there because you could only work till about eleven or twelve before it was so hot you yeah. couldn't do anything. Yeah. So that job was like the worst job I had because it was only ignorant people there yeah. who were painting with me, morons, rednecks, uh, idiots who like said the stupidest shit, you know, while you're just trying to work, they would just, and that's their life. They're like, 
Hey, man, go, 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 we're going to get some beers at noon. And da, da. Well, because they're at the point of life where it's never going to get any better. Right. Like, right. they have nothing to look forward to. They're, it, it, they're never going to not do that. Like, that's literally, like, a lot of people don't have a high school education. A lot of people do not have a GED. Like, they are so, they have a ceiling. They have a ceiling. And, you know, maybe their goals are, like, right at that ceiling. And they're like, okay, well, I can yeah. drink every day. Yeah. Okay. I got a house and a truck, and I'm just gonna drink Budweiser at yeah. noon. And they have no, nothing. They have no need to better themselves. Yeah. 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 So, but us, we're in a different category where yeah, we know. just we want we're we're thinking 20, 30 years from now, yeah. like saying, you know, oh, we want, that? and so have I. I thought that way when I was a kid living in a trailer park. Same. I'm, like, I'm not living like this. Same. This is not where I'm going. Yeah. You know. Like I I, I, I went to bed hungry so many times it was. I was I was this growing up. That's why I was, when I started to get more comfortable. Now I gained all my weight. Like literally. Yeah. Like I didn't start gaining my weight till after 20, 21, 22. Like I was I was a manager at 19. 19. Yeah. I was a manager. So like I was like I'm not living like this anymore. So when I started waiting tables. I realized that was the that's the best opportunity path. Yeah. For me because it was the only job I found that I could give a shift away or pick up a shift that day. Yeah, because other other servers will pick up your shift. Other servers oh, yeah. will take your tables. You can pick up someone else's shift. Yeah. and if you're good, you can make three four hundred bucks a weekend. Yeah, and survive. Yeah, and that's what I was doing, man. I was working. My Fridays and Saturdays were doubles. People don't even make that a week. I know. I was doing doubles on Friday and Saturday, working all day. Oh yeah. The servers that would come in, you know, like whatever they come in uh, Friday. To close, they'd want to be out of there by ten o'clock because they want to go fucking get drunk and and I would just work, yep. just work and work and work and work, and now I'm funding a movie and I'm working and I'm working and I'm working. I'm making another movie and I'm working and I'm working. So what? I was tired, but I didn't give a fuck. I'm tired now, yeah, and I still do the same thing. You know, you can't. It's just a different mindset, I think, and and it goes all the way back to what are you committed to. And that really fuels me where I'm at. I want to make movies and act and do shows. And, yeah. You know, Same and thing. so I do everything Absolutely. I can to make that happen. And that's why I'm trying to build my dream here where yeah. I don't have to, like I said, so I don't have to worry about it later. Like I want to build the foundation here. That's why I'm like trying to do everything correct, trying to establish like each individual business that I'm running right now. And basically, that foundation will be able to. I'll be able to build my building blocks. So I don't. You know what? You know, in, let's say five years that we have another location. We have a, a bigger actual yeah. s- full studio. Yeah. Well, I have a full studio here, but like an actual bigger, a studio, bigger, like yeah. a team under us, like right. a marketing team, an advertising team, yeah. like like a casting director, like shit like that. I want to be producing movies. Yeah. I want to make movies. I want to film movies. I want to be in movies. I want to. You know, I want to literally do everything. That you know, I've been trying to do as an actor myself, trying to be in these movies. But you know what? I'm just gonna make it happen. That's literally what I'll do. Just make your career happen, and that's why we. That's you know, all I've been trying to do. It's absolutely. You know. So we are trying to establish ourselves, because no matter what, we're only as good as you know. Well, people see us. We're only as good as the next movie. That's how people see us. Like, what have you You're done only lately? As good as your last failure. Yeah. 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 And people have that in the back of your back of their mind, like, yeah. oh well, you you just did a movie that flopped. Like, yeah. Why, what? Yeah, fuck you. yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you know what? We're gonna keep keep walking forward 
because we learn shit from our past failures. Yeah. They don't. They just keep failing. And then they ultimately they quit. Yeah. We, you know, we'll step into a bear trap, take it off, clean ourselves off, and keep walking. Yeah. Th- that's basically what, you know, what we have to do in this industry because no one's going to give us anything. No one's going to give us anything. No. We, we have to go in our in and take it and, you know what, and then polish it up and then shove it up someone's ass. That's literally what yeah. we have to do. Basically, yeah, man. And so that's just my mentality. Cameras. Angels. Oh. Um, but that's just something that we have to go through our entire lives trying to pursue because, like I said, people don't well, don't understand us. We are a different breed of people because our mentality is looking for, like I said, our futures. They, they don't understand that. They were like, like I said, a lot of people are working paycheck to paycheck. How am I going to pay my light bill? How am I going to, you know, pay my rent bill? How like people. It's it, tough, man. It, it is, is. It is. It is excruciatingly painful. Yes, but you, we, <laughs> we have to look past. Oh, absolutely. This, this place yeah. costed me a fortune, but this is, you know, something a sacrifice that it's I make. A stepping stone. It is where you need to go, and, man. Absolutely. And that's where the value comes in. I think a lot of people don't understand where they have to put their value. Yes. They put their value in their egos. Yes. Not into what they need to do to build a future. Yes. Into I'm the best in the area. I'm gonna be this. I'm gonna be that. How dare you not offer me five hundred dollars a day? I and they got nothing to prove that they were worth that money. Yeah. They don't even have an acting reel. Yeah. You know? Like I I've seen everyone's IMD page. You guys have nothing. I have more on my IMD page than you guys. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't you know, just it's it it's but that's why guys like us we, we strive until we get to where we're happy and to where we want to be. And then other people are like, well, how the fuck did you do it? Well, I worked hard. Yeah. Well, what does that mean? It means being committed. It means yeah. not going out on Friday nights and drinking with your buddies and staying home and writing a script or, or working on a website or building up your studio or finding out what you got to do to get that next piece of equipment. Yep. That's what it takes. Yep. It doesn't mean going out and talking at fucking Denny's till 6 in the morning with your friends about what you could achieve. You just go out and achieve what you need to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. And like for every equipment that I have, I literally saved up like yeah. individual savings accounts. Like, oh, I saved up. Okay, now I can buy this next week. Or yeah. I, like I literally did that. I did that with the studio too. I was like, okay, now I can afford the studio, you know, just just building it. Now I'm putting everything to place. But slowly but surely, like each part of my business is getting, you know, I'm building this up and then I'm building this up and I'm building yeah. this up. And that's literally. And I had great, I had great opportunities come in my in my life that have been squandered by other people. Yeah. I had a movie two years ago, uh, called Hank. Mm. We got almost a million dollars to shoot that movie. Yeah. And then one of my producers walked out with three hundred thousand dollars of the money and shut the production down. Yeah. That's that's ego. That's someone else's inability to understand what it what, where the future is yep. they took what they saw in front of them and they left and they crushed a whole movie that never got made now i got to pick up the pieces from that explain to everybody what happened and try to rebuild my career yeah and be successful at it and that brings us back to the point like relying on other people That's is right. so much like we a lot of people like take everything for granted that you know, you know how many bullshit investors I've talked to? Bullshit investors. Oh, yeah. Who court you for months or a year and they take you out to dinner and they talk all this good game. And, well, when are you trying to start your project? Well, right now, immediately. Well, how much do you need? I need a million dollars. Okay, well, let's keep talking about it. No, I need <laughs> – give me the money. Let, I got people ready to go. Yeah. 
What do you mean? Let's talk about let's it. Let's green light it. Let's go. Well, you know, let's keep talking. And then you just stop talking to them because they don't have any money. Yeah. They don't have any bullshit. money. It's yeah. all bullshitters. Yeah. I've I've spent probably a hundred thousand hours in front of bullshit investors who are lying. And you start to realize things they say, key elements. Yeah. As soon as an investor says to me, what names do you have in it? I shut the conversation down now. doesn't matter who I got in it. Yeah. Do you want to invest or not? Because if you invest $2 million, I can get whoever the fuck you want in it. Yep. Don't tell me go get fucking a guy and come back to you when I got that guy because this is a catch-22. This doesn't happen unless that happens. Yep. And if this isn't happening, that's not happening. So... I don't take your bullshit anymore. The first thing, like, honestly, we, we turned down an investor like two weeks ago because as soon as we started talking to them, they were like, well, you know, you really ain't going to have to get a name. And we're like, no, we're not. <laughs> yeah, you are. No, we're not. We already have distribution. I don't need a name. Yeah. We already have distribution locked down. Well, you got to put somebody like Bruce Willis in it. No, I what? don't. Who told you this? <laughs> He's like, well, that's what everybody says that I talk to. Well, they're fucking wrong. We're telling you what's happening. And, dude, we, the conversation lasted for about 15 minutes, and then me and my partner were like, okay, goodbye. Even though we were talking about millions, we knew this guy didn't have any money. Yeah. Because as soon as they say stupid shit like that, they're not investors. They've never invested in a movie. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Move on, man. Yep. And the problem is guys like me who are just getting into the business, they don't know that. They don't know these bullshit investors who are just trying to play this game to get to know – I don't know, filmmakers, or they want to play this game. You know, it happens a lot in L.A. You go out to lunch. You meet some dude. You go out to lunch. You're talking about your movie. They're going to invest. And then you find out halfway through the lunch, they're not fucking, they don't have any money. They don't have any money. And you realize, like, looking at him, you're like, oh, he's wearing a pretty cool suit. Oh, wait, there's a huge rip in his pocket. Oh, yeah, he's got <laughs> fucking his shoes are old as fuck. You realize, like, they don't yeah. have money. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. I, I, dude, I had a guy come to my studio. Three-piece suit, talking game, dude, talking game, flashing $100 bills. Opens up his suit pocket. The inside pocket is ripped and shredded along with the inside lining of his jacket. <laughs> and I saw it. And I was like, huh. And then I kind of started looking at him, and I noticed his shoes were a little old and not clean. Yeah. You know? One thing I do is clean my fucking shoes, man. Oh, yeah. Because if there's one thing my dad taught me was you learn something by someone by their shoes and by their nails. Yeah. They got dirty shoes and dirty nails. Uh, my nails probably, are good. They probably work hard for a living. My nails are good. If they got clean shoes and yeah. clean nails, they're probably a banker. I'm not wearing shoes. Doesn't well, whatever. This doesn't count. I'm talking like <laughs> in a business opportunity. You know what I mean? No, absolutely. No, I'm just fucking. Mad. But yeah, absolutely. Um, you, it's got to just read people. Like it's it's difficult. But after you're doing this for a while, you can read people like. Like a book. Dude, I and I just shut them down now. Just, I don't have time. There's so many that. red flags. Yeah, I don't have time. To, even actors and actresses and directors and producers. Yeah. Nah. Nope. What? No, you're full of shit. Gotta go. Bye. I got other shit to do and real people to talk to. Yep. Stop talking to me. And people think it's an ego, and it's not. It's a time-sensitive matter. It is. My time is with money, and if you're full of shit, I ain't got time for you. Yep. Stop talking to me. Yep. And people find that hard to deal with. Because they want everyone wants to live this dream. When you're out to lunch with a potential investor or producer or director, you want to live in that moment where it's all beautiful and the, the future is untold. Yes. And it's hard to look to take those glasses off, those rose-colored glasses, and look at somebody for what they're really saying to you and offering to you. Yeah. 
A lot of a lot of them were car salesmen. A yeah. lot, lot of them are just pr- promising you the whatever you want to hear. Yeah. And never gonna fulfill the contract. And they got a trailer full of dung. I talked to a guy, dude. I talked to a guy. This is five years ago, maybe, maybe longer. Let's see. My daughter's six, so uh, it's probably eleven years ago. Okay. okay. Talking to him, he's gonna give me three million dollars to make a movie. Okay. Yeah. I didn't really know what I was doing back then. Eleven years ago. The fuck do I know? Yeah. Uh, I talked to him. I meet him for lunch two or three times. He pays for lunch. He's. We go out for sushi. He's wearing rings and watches and shit. He gets in a Jaguar. I'm like, this dude's got fucking money. Invites me to his house. He's like, come to my house. We'll set up contracts and shit. He opens the door. He's fucking naked. He's naked. <laughs> and I looked at him. I said, what the fuck? He's like, oh, dude, I'm just naked in my house all the time. And I said, that's cool, man. I'm going to go. And that's the last time I talked to him. Yeah. Motherfucker was only trying. Who knows what he was trying to do. Yeah. But... I mean, yeah, that's that's yeah. a little. Uh, you should have read early on that I was not into that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he wanted to seal the deal. Yeah, yeah, he can seal it with something fucking else. <laughs> so, needs to say that guy never invested money. It was never. Was his name Weinstein? No, <laughs> it was close like that though. He was Greek. Uh, the fuck was his name? I used to know it by heart. Now I haven't thought about it. Lapalapalis. Close, close. <laughs> You're not wrong. I'm just saying it's a random Greek yeah. sounding name. But that dude's not even in the that dude doesn't even play around in the film community anymore because yeah. I fucking told everybody. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I haven't that. heard that guy's name in years. That's fucking wow. But I, I, I just can't imagine. Dude, we flew a guy in from New York. This guy met with us. He brought a guy in from Seattle. We met with him at a huge studio in Clearwater. Huge. One of the biggest studios in the area. Shoots a lot of stuff. Met with this guy. Like Feld. Blue Water. Huh. Met with this dude. I had all my people there, including the film commissioner of Tampa. Meet with this guy. He's promised $5 million. We're all going to make this fucking movie, man. He goes, let's work on the budget real quick. So they go off. They work on the budget. He comes back. We're supposed to meet on Sunday. He's going to sign the check. He's going to fill out the contracts. Comes back Sunday. We meet again. He goes home. We go home. Monday comes. He doesn't answer his phone. Tuesday comes. Doesn't answer his phone. Wednesday comes. He was in the hospital all week. Whatever. Something happened to him on Monday. Okay. All right. I'll buy that now. Doesn't find, fill the contract. Two weeks later, nothing. Two weeks later, nothing. I bring a guy in who's big, produced a giant fucking movie. Comes on board. Maybe this will kick him in the gear. I call him. Hey, yo, we just got this producer. He did this, this, and this. He's like, what the fuck are you doing bringing in other producers, man? Right there, I knew something was wrong. That dude never filled a contract, never did a deal. Fucking that. And then I finally went to meet him at his house, and he was fucking naked. And I was like, all right, you're, I should have punched him in his fucking dick and left. So, you know, that was a that was a very good yeah. lesson for me to oh, learn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, that's that golden goose sales. Yeah, sales and, it, and it just it just boils down to you got to be careful with people like that. Man. Yeah, you have to know the signs immediately. Too flashy, they don't have money. Yeah, anyone who flashes money in front of you is broke as shit. Yeah, it's a lesson I learned early on. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's and the it, ones who come in dressed like a fucking 
ditch worker <laughs> who look at you and yeah. they just say two words and they write you a check. Those are the ones who got money yeah. because they understand what value is. And I and, and they don't have time to bullshit either. And they don't have time because clearly they're doing something. Yeah. Because they're fucking. Working. Time is money and to they, everyone. Yeah. And that's what what people know that value. And people with money, they fucking they jump on it. Yeah. Our our investors for sorority, it took them one afternoon. It took them one Zoom call, and we were signing contracts because they know what they want. Yeah. You know, and the, the people I don't I'm not courting anybody anymore. We don't court. You want to do it? Great, let's go. Contracts are coming tomorrow. You don't want to do it? You need time to think about it? I'll give you 12 hours. Yeah. Because you should know right away whether you want to do it or not. You took the phone call with us. You're, you're sitting down with us at lunch. We've given you all the materials. I've given you the deck. I've given you the pitch. I've talked to you about it. You know the synopsis. You know who we can reach. You know where our, our reach goes. You know who we can acquire. Yeah. And if you can't make your decision then, I don't fucking need to deal with you. Bye. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. You are not interested in doing what we have, so go do something else. As I say, it's us time. I don't need to keep my family waiting for fucking six weeks trying to figure out what the fuck we're going to do. Yeah. No, absolutely. Anyways, but if you are interested in investing in films, please call in. We don't have a phone. Oh. Please text in. Reach Email. out Reach out to Killer Collab Podcast yeah. on Facebook. Say, I have money to give you. <laughs> and say, here. Yeah. Venmo is attached. Right. <laughs> I have a cash app. <laughs> yeah, no, I do. Yeah. Um, but that's like you know, time is money, and you know we like. As, how many scripts have you written? Pretty much thirty-five. So basically, obviously, time is very valuable to all of us. So we're always in constant work mode, and we're constantly running and filming or writing or or doing something yeah. in this issue. Like you can't waste our time because you know we're looking at the next project. We're trying to. Yeah. Or or trying to get filmed the next project. That, I'm looking at the next investor. Yeah. I don't, you know, sometimes these people act off of ego thinking, well, I'm the only one they're talking to. No, you're yeah. not the only one I'm talking to. I got five other people I'm talking to as well. Yeah. And guaranteed, it's all about different scripts. Yeah. Because some people don't want to do horror. Some people only want to do kids movies or they want to do Christmas movies. Or a comedy. Or a comedy. And I have all these, I have decks, I have. 15 decks ready to go on 15 different scripts. Yeah. I have 35 scripts. I just have time to do decks for all of them. I yeah. just have time for it. Well, and, and like I said, and as you said, different investors invest in different right. types of movies, different projects, yeah. different, you know, different casts, different, you know, just different reels in general. Why someone doesn't invest in horror, I don't know, because it's the best grossing money there is. Horror films make the most money out of any movie made. Yeah, but there's so many, like, all those fine line movies, let's say, you know, like, I, I'm not going to put any particular directors out there, but some of them don't make marketable movies that can be widespread. And Agreed. You need, well, right. And that goes back to, like, early lessons you learn about, you know, you hear these same kind of, like, catchphrases from investors. What's the markability? Yeah. And sometimes you're just like, what the fuck do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean, what's the markability? Or audience. Know. It's a fucking, it's a horror film. It's got tits and blood. And there's a fucking demon at the end. What are you... Uh, the markability. I don't know if we put fucking Austin Kutcher in it uh, a billion percent. I, You know, if you can only... For, if you're only shooting for 100 grand, the markability is is yeah. lower. Limited. Yep. Limited. So ex, I, I just say in all my meetings, the gr exponential growth is perceivable depending on the budget. Because 
if you let's say we make the next movie and we can get someone like Nick Offerman in it, yeah, exponential growth because you don't know what hell he's gonna bring in. You're gonna have horror fans are gonna go see it because they like Nick Offerman, but then you're gonna have Nick Offerman fans come in who've only ever seen him in Parks and Rec. Yeah, and they're gonna be like, well, I gotta see this movie he's in this horror film. It's Nick Offerman. Let's we'll see what he can do. Right. You know, and sometimes actors will do a role because they also need to break out. Yeah. Of their stereotype. Yep. The cookie cutter. Yep. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. you know, they, they well, want to well, get Well, look what Daniel Radcliffe, when yeah. he got out of Harry Potter, he did that movie with, uh, that, that horror movie. Was it Black Dahlia? Black something. Black Dahlia? Nope. I forgot what it was, but he did a horror movie and it was. Woman and, something. Well, I don't remember. Something a woman. But he did that horror movie yeah. completely out of, and then he did that other thing Dude, completely naked. A, and then, he's done a ton of yeah. low-end movies. And then he did Imperium, where he was a fucking... He did Guns Akimbo. Yeah. And it's, you know, someone like him, he doesn't need the money. Mm-mm. Harry Potter, any of those kids, Kira Knightley, no. No. No, no, no. Emma Watson. Watson and uh, Kira Knightley Effort, did the Pirates of Caribbean. Rupert, what's his name? Rupert Grant. Grant, Rupert Grant, those those guys, they don't need money yeah. anymore. Well, hopefully they did a back end contract, but oh, for, I'm sure they did. Like I'm a sure whole distribution thing. Uh, well, at least by the last couple of movies, probably when they got older and understood the business a little bit more compared to when yeah. they were ten. <laughs> well, you could always do what AMC did to what's his name on The Walking Dead, Carl. When he got eighteen, they fired him. Really? Because his 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 contracts were going to change. Oh, yeah. And instead of writing him further into the show, they just, just killed, killed him. him off. Yeah. 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 Real shitty. Real shitty to treat a kid like that. Way to go, AMC. Yeah, fuck him. Yeah. That's I, I, I sh- actually never watched one episode is, of that. The show's tanking anyways. I've never watched one episode. The show's been tanking for like two to three years. Yeah. People hate it. It's gone nowhere and it's stupid. Well, it's kind of like what Lost did. Lost yeah, was Lost, Lost sucked. Yeah. The first like two seasons were great and then it got into like Supernatural shit. Weird ass. I don't think they knew what the fuck they were doing. No, no, I think they were. Oh, we're, another season? What? Yeah. Shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm polar bears. <laughs> what, John? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just doing cocaine all day. We so much money. Yeah. Well, that's pretty yeah. much like like you want another fucking season? We just yeah. literally killed everyone off. <laughs> like, everyone is dead. They're all dead. The island. They're all dead. Write more. What? Okay. Uh, they find a car full of heroin. How about that? Sold on an island. Yeah, on an island. Of dead ghosts. But I think that's where American Horror Story is going because I think they're running out of shit now. They're just like retelling stories, just a little bit deeper, I guess. Uh, in the new I, series. I will say I've liked all the American Horror Stories. Did you? Uh, uh my favorite is Coven. Yeah. And then I liked Carnival. That was that was awesome. See, I can't do clowns. I can't do clowns. Well, fuck him. He's nothing. Dude. I'm just saying, I can't do clowns. That clown is nothing, man, compared to Gertie. We wrote, I wrote 100 Tears. Yeah. Gertie would kill that motherfucker in a half a second. <laughs> well, look at the Terrifier. That, Ter- was, that ter- fuck him. He, They stole our fucking theme. But, dude, they clowns, made a, they clowns made a, freaked me out. Ever they since... made a black and white. We yeah. did 100 Tears, black and white clown. Yeah. Then Terrifier comes out, and all they did was add a little bit of nonsense to it, where ours is a little bit more straightforward. I yeah. wanted to keep it. Uh, in a reality, not like some fucking Bozo the Clown going around making balloon animals and shit. Fuck that nonsense. <laughs> it's a guy's a sociopath, not a goddamn fucking party clown. Yeah. You think John Wayne Gacy was making fucking little fucking balloon animals for his boy toys? 
before he ate them? No. Buried them? No. Maybe? I don't know. Uh, I mean, uh, you never know. No. I mean, we don't know. We, we, we never hear the whole story. We just hear the pieces that get some, you know. We'll never know the whole story. Oh, no. Never. Never. No one will ever know any of them. Ted Bundy, you'll never know what he was thinking, man. No. You don't it, know it, what it, happened it's to him. It's all hearsay. You'll then... never know what happened to that person to make them do what they did. Nope. It's probably the same shit happened to them. Yeah. And they got out of it somehow. And now they're fucking loony, too. Yeah, fucked up in the head. Yeah. You see that all the time. Like, people fucked up childhoods, and then, you know, something just yeah. clicks. They're out wearing skins now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so pretty. <laughs> pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Loves me. Oh, man. It, it, but anyways. But I, mean, I think this next think year is going to be very fun for us. I think, I I think we're going to be very successful. I think, well, I hope we're going to be very successful. Yeah. But you know what? We're going to keep going. Either way, it doesn't either matter direction. what happened. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna keep moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and I, I have the people goal. we are. So do I. Know, I. Got, I got a goal, and I'm I'm quickly getting uh, close to that goal. Yeah. And it it will be achievable very soon. And I feel know, the same way about because I, uh, I I I like that how our goals have aligned. Yeah. If anything, we're only gonna push each other a little further. Yeah. You know, and I'm not. Like I'm not gonna stop doing this. Me neither. I'm never gonna stop. I love it. You know. Uh, I love the what's gonna but bring tomorrow. I gotta make it worthwhile for my children. Yes. And that's really my goal now. Is it stop? It stopped being about me, and now it's about my children. Yes. And my goal is to be successful for them. If it makes me successful in the limelight or whatever, great. But I don't really care about that anymore. Now I need to be successful in the money area. Yes. So the goals have kind of switched a little bit more from I want to be a superstar to I just want to make money so my kids don't have to worry about yeah. what I've worried about my whole life. Even now. At 45, I'm still worried about money. Yeah. And I don't want that anymore. I don't want my daughter to be 45 and worrying about money. Yeah. That's I didn't do my job as a parent. Yeah. I hate worrying about money because it's – I have bad anxiety. And a lot of people don't talk about that in the industry too, but – have you noticed how many, many drug habits are in our industry and how many people use that to cope with? No. <laughs> but that's why we have a negative stigma because, oh, they're just fucking doing blow every day and working nonstop and, well, you know, or just not that, eating and, you know, yeah, malnourishment. You struggle. Okay. Prime example. You struggle forever mm-hmm. in this industry. You're eating ramen noodles. Yep. Most of your uh, young adulthood, if you're trying to be an actor, theater, whatever, talk to any theater actor in New York. They probably lived off of ramen noodles and fucking ketchup for a long time. Yep. You take ramen noodles, hot dogs, put them all together, it's called spaghetto. Yummy. You used to eat it constantly. I actually couldn't eat the, the so much of the ramen because so sodium. much sodium. Oh, my God. I used to get migraines. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then you go from living on ramen noodles to you make a decent paycheck now. Yeah. You know? And sometimes it's absurd. Yes. And some of these actors go from – you'll notice it. Like when they get a really good gig, you'll see a skinny actor start to get heavy. And it's all because they're eating now. Yeah. They're able to go eat lunch. It's like, oh, you look dinner. healthier now. Yeah. <laughs> they get to go eat lunch and dinner, and they're fucking having a – they're living. Yeah. They're actually consumed – like they're able to live. Yeah. And what happens is now you get so much money. Like look at Matthew Perry. Yeah. Okay, prime example. Friends, when they all started their skinniest shit, Matthew Perry 
was basically almost homeless before he got that show. Yeah. Landed it, was making millions of dollars. Each episode. <laughs> what do you do with all that money? You start doing fucking drugs, man. Yeah. You start eating healthy and doing drugs, and he was doing cocaine, and he crashed. Well, look at Robert Downey, his early career. Well, look at uh, uh, that's a little different. Someone like Robert Downey kind of became an actor early on. Yeah. Got a ton of fucking money and still didn't know what to do with it. Those are two different sides of the coin. Yeah. One is you struggle, you finally get to the money, and you don't know what to do with it, or you start with the money, and you don't know what to do with it. Either way, you go. You both start at the same spot and end up in the same position. Yeah. You know, I think Jim Carrey said it best was he was so thankful that he didn't get successful till he was almost forty. Yeah. Because he had already passed all that drug nonsense and he wasn't going to start doing drugs at forty. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and even at four, even at forty-five, if I make it tomorrow. Yeah. <clears throat> what I mean is like I get a fucking steady gig or another investor or whatever. Huge contract. Right. I'm not going to go fucking buy cocaine. Yeah. I'm going to go buy, like, shoes for my daughter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's... Or that's, a business. Or a business. Or, yeah, or fucking put money into, like, a website of some kind of naked girls in it. I, I feel like you're implying something. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, something to garner the future for the whole family. Yes. You know? Shaq did it. Shaq, dude, Shaq owns, like, 10 Burger Kings or some shit. Yeah. He owns a lot of businesses, man. Yeah. And he's constantly putting money into businesses so his kids don't have to worry about anything. Yeah. And there's a foundation there that you you build off of. That's all I'm trying that's all we're trying to do. Yeah. I've been trying to create a foundation in this area for a long time and it's very difficult. I want to be very big in philanthropy, but I can't take care of anyone else or help right. anyone else unless until I'm in this position to be able to do that. I watched this guy on YouTube, Mr. Beast. You watch him? No. Okay. He has sponsorships, and uh, they get a ton of money. So much money that each episode of his show, they're giving shit away, like cars. Yeah. They'll go to a car lot. They'll buy five cars, and whoever comes in that day to buy a car, they'll just give them a car. Mm. That's what this guy's doing. Nice. He'll go to uh, Target, and they put a circle on the floor. Oh, yeah. I have seen that. I okay, have seen this that. This Tape a circle on the floor, pick a family out, and say, fill that up. Whatever you can fill into this in the next five minutes, I'll buy for you. Yeah. You know? And it doesn't matter what it is. One kid got smart, and he went to the the um, the gift card section in the electronics, took all the gift cards off the shelves and threw them in the circle. It was thousands. I think he racked up a million dollars in gift cards. <laughs> Oh, shit. Right? So, like, that's brilliant thinking. Yeah. So, that's the kind of shit I want to do. I, I'd like to be able to go out on Christmas. See, I would just go to the, to rub the mall. The, the Rubbermaid tubs and just keep filling oh, tubs true. and stacking that's them true. up. <laughs> but I want to be able to go, like, I love sneakers, right? Yeah. So, I want to be able to go on Christmases to the mall and find a mom who's there with her kid or whatever and buy them fucking shoes. Yeah. It's not much. It's $100. Yeah. But it'll make their fucking world, yeah. dude. Yeah. It'll make their world. You buy them two pairs of shoes or a pair of shoes and a hat. Yep. That's I agree. Not, that's not a lot of money. Yeah. You could do that ten times and it's a thousand bucks. Yeah. That's just kind of where I want to get to. Yeah. I want to be able to go fucking help families out. I, I work with a, a foundation right now called the, the Makers United for Children's Hope, the Much Foundation. And that's the kind of shit we're trying to do. Yeah. And it's hard because the foundation doesn't have 
and it's hard to get your name out because people donate to already a ton of other charities, Salvation Army and the Red Cross and and uh, you know every other <laughs> you know. See, see I, I get so wary about those charities because a percentage is they all, that gets invested. I mean, they get given to these families like it's only a small percentage of those right and so and right. a lot of it goes through like well, a ceo i, I want to do something more where it's like see i like the toys we for buy a house yeah oh well, yeah habitat for humanity or, i just buy a house for somebody yeah why do you you know write an essay and tell me why your family deserves a house more absolutely than somebody else and then i just pick from the essay yeah you yeah. know something and like that you buy them and then they get a house man and they you pay for it and yeah they don't have to worry the rent's like whatever the Property taxes for that. It's 180 bucks a year. They have a house. Yeah. You know, you check on them every that, six that, months. That's something I really sure want to do. They're keeping it up. Yep. You know, how you guys doing? You struggling still? What do you need? Oh, you need a, you need something? Yeah. That's the kind of shit I want to do. I want to make it better for everybody. I've been wanting to do that for years. I want to get into a prosthetics company to help children yeah. uh, get prosthetics because that shit's expensive, man. Yeah. You don't have insurance. I don't have insurance. I can't even go to the doctor. I mean, I have insurance, but yeah. I don't. My wife has it. All our kids have it. I have it through it. the company. I don't <laughs> Yeah. And it's it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy when I get sick, the shit I have to do to go fucking get looked at. Yeah. It, it is definitely expensive. I, yeah. I, I think, you know, like places like the Children's Hospital of uh, Philadelphia or like CHOP or right. any of these hospitals that, you know, Literally, they give no bills to the families, and right. that's something that I want to invest in. Like, like I, I can't like stomach. You know who sick does kids. that in the area? Who's that? Fran Hash. She's an attorney. Yeah. She does a lot of this kind of stuff. Her and Mike Allstott, they go. Yeah. Mike, Al my daughter was in the hospital. Um, Mia. Yeah. Six months ago or something for a couple days, and she got a package from the Allstott Foundation, and it had candy and toys and all this shit in it. Every kid in the hospital got one of these packages. That was like 500 packages this dude sent yeah, out. That's amazing. That's the kind of shit I want to do. Yeah. That benefits the people directly. I'm not donating to the Red Cross. Exactly. I'm not donating to the Salvation Army. Exactly. Because you got a CEO who makes $15 million a year. Suck a dick. Yeah. I take that $15 million and I'll give it to a family that needs it. Yeah. I could supply 15 families with a million dollars. Yes. What benefit yeah. are you giving them? 10% off of each purchase made at the Salvation Army goes to family, maybe? Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. Why not open your Salvation Army store and they come in and get all the shit for free? Yeah. And that's You're what it should it be. You're getting it for free. Yeah. You're getting it donated. You get a, a dresser donated to and, Salvation Army. And you see what they're... $400. And they're seeing what they're paying these people. Like, there was... They, in Congress, they were talking about them making, like, pennies on the dollar. Like, literally, pennies an hour. Yeah, dude. I remember years ago I applied for a Salvation Army job just because I wanted to see what it was, what they got paid. And the, I remember the manager is like, he goes, uh, he goes, you're making, uh, I was like six fifty an hour. I was like, that's not a lot. I make more than that serving. And, uh, you know, he's like, and then uh, he goes, I'll let you like pick through the stuff first. And I was like, this isn't benefit to me at all. And this dude had gold rings on. Yeah. He drove, I think, Cadillac, a new Cadillac at the time, whatever that was. You know, and yeah. I just remember, like, this is bullshit. Yeah. This guy makes a ton of money, doesn't pay anybody anything, and they get all this shit for free. 
and they're making a ton of money on it. Yeah. It's absurd. That, 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 that's why I can't like tolerate those type of charities. No, me neither. Like, I, yeah. I, I just, these CEOs are just ridiculous. See, I've been thinking about, like, I've been trying to start this foundation for a long time and, and trying to go ways about it. Like, should it be 501c3? You know, should it be this? Is it educational? Yeah. Da, 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 da. And then you look at all these other companies and you're like, well, I don't want to do it like that. I don't want to do it like that. I don't want to do it like this. Because all these people are just taking the money and they're they're using it to get themselves wealthy. Yeah. And to me, that falls right along the lines of you might as well open a church because it's the same thing. Yeah. You're you're saying this for the good of the people when really the only people benefiting is the person that owns the church and the people who run the church. Joel Olstein. What? Yeah, exactly. No. <laughs> Any church. I, I didn't say that. Yeah. No. I don't, well, Fuck that guy. Anyway. Yeah. They don't care. And all these people you know, the old as you older you get, the more you're putting money into that kind of thing because yeah. you're about to die. Your faith is weak, anyways. Oh, First of all, none of it. All is these real. religions are so con none artists. Of it's real. Yeah, none of it's real. It, I mean, it's might as well invest in a movie because that's just fantasy. Right. It's the same fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly the same. They're just building you a story. Yeah. That's all it is. Why don't I build a studio? Why don't we build a studio? Yeah. Where we preach every Sunday, and all it is is just the story we're trying to sell. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. And then Belinda walked in <laughs> and sacrificed the demon. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, 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 and her titties were out, and it was good. Hmm. I'll give to the titties. <laughs> but isn't that how uh, – that what's that Clearwater religion? What's that Clearwater religion? That Scientology. Sci- isn't that it's what not that? a Clearwater religion. It's everywhere. Yeah, but it's like the Clearwater is the biggest religion. Literally, but they own all of downtown Clearwater. Dude, like this, the, like the capital. A, I was a Scientologist for a while. Really? Yeah. I'm gonna judge you just a little bit. I only did it because I was dating this girl who was one. Was she hot? Yes. That's the only reason. Yeah. <laughs> reason. I met her and she was this beautiful blonde with big old titties, man. It's Clearwater. Yeah. And she liked me. I mean, I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't about. know. If she liked me because she wanted to convert me into being a Scientologist, which is like a weird fucking way to. Oh my god! Yeah. Man. But we hit it off. And I was like, yeah, I'll study your religion. Sure. <laughs> you know? Religion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rod Hubbard. Yeah. <laughs> like, whatever you want me to say, <laughs> keep that on this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? All over. Okay. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, I love Scientology. <laughs> Are you saying it again? Sci- <laughs> what? Yeah. No. Oh, man. More like Scientology. Sci- uh, uh, anyway, uh, uh, that's a little too much. Yeah, so uh, I... I I was in it for a while, man. That's crazy. And they will track you down. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't have a problem. One of us. One of us. I I don't care about anybody, and I don't care about anybody's religion. Yeah. You do what you do makes you happy. Don't bring me into it. (laughs) If it it affects me or my children or children in general, then I got a problem with you. Yeah. And that's straight across the board. Straight across the board. I don't give a fuck about your religion. The moment it hurts somebody. Yeah. Now we got issues. I take that personally. Like yeah. honestly, if it affects children, I take that personally. I just want to slit your throat. Like I just Dude, stop. Just I, stop. I, Leave I the kids little, out of it. I get a little bit more in detail than that. Like I'll take a bat, and shove it in your mouth. And then oh yeah. No, I no absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I have no problem with hurting anyone who hurts a child. Absolutely. Nobody. Absolutely. Not, I and I'll do it. Zero. With, I'll do it with gusto. And I'll do it with improv and I'll, some sort I'll of enjoy this. I'll literally enjoy this. Motherfucker. Yeah. yeah, I'll sing and hit you with a baseball bat. Yeah. I don't know. You are hurting kids and I'm going to kill you. Decapitate. Yeah, there you go. Anyway. Pull your nails off. 
Yeah. Oh, that's brutal. That's the kind of shit I want. Oh, yeah. Okay, ladies Anyways, and gentlemen. All right, ended on a good note. Yeah, that is a good note. Yeah, beating, we didn't beating even talk child about the most important thing. In What's all. that? Norm McDonald. Oh man, we didn't talk about Norm McDonald. No, man, I was pretty sad he died, dude. He was one of my favorites. He was great. Like he was, like no matter. I every time I looked at him, I just felt like I needed to like laugh or smile. Like just a just a story he would tell or just a stuff His that he would say. His humor was so dry. Yeah. I was like, yeah, like, yeah, like you just couldn't help yourself but laugh. I've been watching all these clips people are putting up of him, and I didn't realize like I've seen all of them. Yeah, I've seen all of his work. Yeah, I've seen all his movies. They're yeah. all fantastic. Um, they're all right, <laughs> but he, but was him, great. but yeah, him, great. yeah. Every roast he was at. Oh yeah, dude, he could just lay into somebody. He he, he just like I said, he, as you said, his 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 humor is very dry. But you know what? He just told you what the way it yeah. was. Like he literally just just told you exactly yeah, and the I didn't way it was. I know he was sick with cancer. No, I didn't know that. But you know, that's just like Chadwick Boseman. I, I was I just going to say that. Like, well, and he he wanted it that way. Yeah, Chadwick Boseman did. I don't know if you know Norm Macdonald did, but he just. Yeah, well, he didn't tell anyone at Marvel he had it. No, no, he didn't. He didn't want to. And and what he was able to do he, with his body. He was still able to fight and do stunt scenes. He's got cancer. Yeah. Yeah. I can't even get off the couch. I don't even have anything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I got five slip discs or something. Yeah. Well, that's that's for yeah. another that's for another day. Yeah. Whatever. But with Norm Macdonald, like it was just a shock to the world. Like yeah. every social media, every I saw news. It. Just... I saw it and I was like, whatever, lie. Yeah. And then like hour later, it was like everywhere. Yeah. And I was like, what? Yeah. I mean, it hit me not as hard as John Candy because when John Candy died, I had a heart. I he had a heart attack. I cried. I was that, driving. That, that was me with Robin Williams. I was driving in my car. I'll never forget. Man. I was driving in my car to came across the radio. John Candy had a heart attack and died. And I like was like, that is that's my idol. Yeah. I was like, I can be John Candy. Yeah. You know. Yeah. All right. But like I said, that's now how I, I ended on a sad note. Well, that's how I I was with Robin Williams when he passed. Like that hit me. Like because a lot everything I wrote was based on yeah. not based but it was like inspired by him. Like just being like. A no, no hold well, barred. Like, yeah, he, had, he suffered from mental illness, man. Nobody yeah, knew. Yeah. His public didn't know for sure. No, absolutely not. You know, but every comedian like that is suffering, man. Yeah. Like because a smile on your you face, draw, there's something behind it. It's just. You draw your comedy from the tragedy that yeah. people, you just can't, people. Because you don't want other people to go through that. So you're right. just like, you know what? I'm going to make this person laughs. laugh. I'm going to make yeah. this person smile. That's I'm going to make this have a great day. Childhood. Yeah. Because my childhood was horrible, man. Yeah, and the comedy brought me absolutely. That's literally know, why I write watching comedy. Watching A and E at the Improv every Friday night yeah. is what like really got me through my childhood. Yeah, no, absolutely. But watching these old comedians, Bobby Slayton and yeah. Kevin Pollack and yep. uh, other ones I can't think of right now off the top of my head. Mm, uh, Bob Saget. Yeah. He, he he was he's really great, fun. He's a great. He's he really really good. Yeah, he was better than Full House. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. But but he, he just had a different humor. He, yeah, he is. I mean, he has our humor. Yeah, he really does. And he's a guy I'd like to chill out. And just get absolutely, absolutely, you know? absolutely. Hey Bob Saget, if you ever see this, please yeah. come yeah. and see us. Just and have us. Just, just sit right here. Absolutely, we'll be right here. Yeah, you can bring whoever you want. Yeah, I don't give a shit. <laughs> nope. Don't bring I, anybody. Whatever. We'll bring. You some, have to come dressed. We'll bring some boobies too. We'll bring some boobies. We'll bring boobies for you. Yes. yes Bob Saget, open invitation. 
If you come here, we bring boobies. We'll bring boobies. There we Our go. own or others. See, now we end on a positive note. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, thank boobies you. Boobies for Bob Saget. <laughs> that should be a hashtag. It is. Boobies for Bob Saget. It is now. Boobies <laughs> for Bob Saget. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on the Killer Collab Podcast. My name is Tony Depp of Florida. Tony D, thank you for joining us. As now you know, Joe Davison is now a major staple in our Killer Collab Podcast. He will be here. Hi. Week in, week out, unless, you know, he calls out. But, you know, that is what up. (laughs) Till that day. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Stay happy. Stay healthy. Do everything right. Do it now. Movies for Rob Sackett. Movies for Rob Sackett. Hashtag bye.